Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We have merch. Check out the AmericanGlutton.net shop. We've got T-shirts, hoodies, hats, and more. A number of people have come up to me wearing American Glutton merch, and nothing fills my heart with more pride than seeing somebody in one of these T-shirts. And I've been stopped on the street and asked where to get it when somebody sees me in an American Glutton hoodie. Well, you can get it all at the shop on AmericanGlutton.net. And my favorite T-shirt, yesterday it was tomorrow, right now, is up now Get it while supplies last. Hi, I'm Ethan Suplee. Welcome to American Glutton. Outside of acting, my two favorite things to do are diet and eat. I have a very complicated relationship with food, and on this podcast, we're going to talk about all of it. Food as entertainment. Food as sport. Food as fuel. I'll talk to experts and the average person, just like you and me. I hate to ask you to do anything, but if you're enjoying the show... Please take a moment to like, subscribe, rate, review, all of the above on whatever app you're getting it from. Today on the show, I'm talking to my old pal, Jason Muse. Jason is an actor and man, we go back almost 30 years. Please enjoy our conversation. Jason Muse, welcome to the American Glutton podcast. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me, man. Seriously. Uh, it's it's an honor. It's it's great to you know, I know you've been doing this and, and uh, you know, I've I've listened to some of them and, and I enjoy it. And I was like, I want to be part of this. He's had Kevin on there. What about me? What about me? <laughs> yeah, um, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, you know, so. I, we, we talk a lot on here about um, diet and exercise and fitness and health and stuff like that. But we also talk about sobriety. And that's something you and I have in common. And I would love to 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 get into that with you. Um you know, and listen, anything you go like, I don't want my kids hearing that we, we don't we don't have to talk about it or we can uh, we can edit it out uh, completely up to you. I uh, you and I have been sober for a while and we yeah. also have used drugs in the past. We also have used drugs together in the past. Yeah. So we go way back, you and I, and I'm like excited and fascinated to talk to you about all this. Me, me too. Me too. It is. It's funny because it is something uh, that we, you and I haven't really spoke about uh, since we've both been sober and all that. Because we see each other, we don't get to see each other as much as I'd like. Um, we both, you know, we have our families and and work and stuff. But uh, when we see each other, it's not like the first thing we're like, "Hey, blah 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 blah." So <laughs> it is, it, it is the perfect opportunity because we've never really, you know, got got into it. And I and there's there's a story I don't even know if I've ever told the story because you know. And again, there's no um, there's nothing I'm I don't want to talk about. I'll talk about everything, and I'm not worried about anything. I've told uh, a portion of my stories and stuff. But I believe there's a story I've never told that I think this would be the perfect one. And you want me to do it? And we don't have to, we could do it now. We could do it. But it's something that always, I always remember. Uh, and if you want, I'll get right into it. Yeah? No, no, no. Um, 
Oh, no, wait. Well, wait. Okay. Set it up. We can set it oh. up. We can draw it out a little bit. <laughs> you, I like it. I, I love that you haven't told this story. And I'm I'm intrigued yeah. to hear the story, too. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I'll set it up this way is, and I'm not just saying this because, uh, you know, it's I'm on here with you and stuff. But what stands out to me, um, really stands out to me, uh many many years ago when we did mall rats you know ethan and i met on mall rats well we met at the 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 auditions right um but but then we got to know each other in the uh in on the movie and what i thought was so awesome is that of everybody there um you and i kept in touch and every time like i would have to come back to, I lived in Jersey still. Sorry, let me set that up. I lived in Jersey still. So still LA to me was like this huge city and it was beautiful and amazing California. Um, and I'd have to come back for different things, but whether it's like uh, some ADR or, or whatever it might've been, I know I would come back multiple times and then the cartoon. Um, but every time I'd come back, I would let you know I was coming. And Ethan was always... Uh, always offered to pick me up from the airport and he'd always cruise me around. He'd always pick me up, drive me around, made me feel super welcome, introduced me to a bunch of his friends, um, his family. I got to meet his whole family, his sister, mom and dad, um, and let me stay there a couple of times. Uh, and I just thought that was awesome. It meant a lot to me back then, still now. Yeah, but I remember that then it meant it meant so much back then, because, again, like you get remember, I'm a I'm a 20, whatever, 21 year old Jersey kid who doesn't know anything about California. And when I came out, you always made me feel welcome and always showed me around uh, and just made I, it. Nice. I want to say for context, too, it is weird the business we're in. And I, I think you and Kevin were kind of like outsiders in a way, just where you were just mm -hmm. like people who were like. No, I got to know this person and we're friends. And that means we're friends for good. Where where in Hollywood, you know, you do a job with somebody and and you 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 have a strong affinity for them. And then like you maybe never see them again or never talk to them again. You know, like we're kind of carnival workers in that way. So I think it is semi-typical to like go away, do a movie with somebody for months and months and months, and then you just don't talk you know unless you're working with them again and that's what i loved about you is you and i became legitimate friends yeah yeah no and it's it's it is it's, it's like especially because like you said you spend sometimes two three and again i've never gone i don't think more than three months but some people do movies for six months whatever and you spend all this time with somebody and you get pretty close at the time but then yeah as soon as the movie's done you go back home you get back to your life and you don't talk to them so um, and that's happened with me with a bunch of other cast members and stuff. But you and I stayed in touch and I thought always thought that was awesome. Um, and like I said, you introduced me to your family uh, and brought me around. I remember um, one of the this isn't the story I was talking about, but one story was so memorable is we went to you brought me this place, the Formosa. Um, and I remember we were cruising there and everything seemed so big to me. Like we, you'd pick me up from the airport and I swear in my head, it seemed like two hours to get to your house. And then you, we'd go to, from your house to the Famosa and that seemed like an hour. And I just remember everything seemed so big, uh, and so long where now I've been here long enough and I know everything, but, um, and we get to the Famosa and I remember we walk in and, and you, and you introduced me to like everybody you, you were friends with acquaintances with whoever, uh, and it was just awesome because now all of a sudden I'm sitting, I'm hanging out with all these people. And the most random thing was, is I sitting there and you're like, Hey, this is my friend, Leonardo. This is my friend, Toby. And this is my friend, so-and-so. And then sitting next to them in a booth is a girl from my high school. Really? I went to elementary and high school with her. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty madness, but yeah, her name was Chrissy. And I couldn't believe it. Cause it, it seemed so random. Someone from Highlands, New Jersey, just happened to be in this bar or it was like a bar restaurant in California. Um, but it was such a great time and, and it was awesome. And again, that's just one time, but that one stands out to me because I feel like that's probably the first time you brought me out to like, you know, hang with some friends and, and do some stuff and things. 
and uh, there and was, was somebody awesome. from your hometown. That's insane. And that, yes. And yeah. I, yeah, it was so such a wild thing where I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm meeting all these new people. I see a friend of mine in this place. Um, but anyway, I just, I always, always remember you showing me around, bring me around in the Apollo, which yeah. was great, dude. <laughs> I, I'm so sad I got rid of that car. I've actually looked at buying one today and they're still really expensive. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I should have just kept the one I had. That car was an awesome. How long did you have that? You had the... I had it for a long time. I probably had it for 10 years. Yeah. And it just, yeah, for a long time, it just sat in my garage. I got another car and I just didn't get rid of that. And then finally I was just like, I can't store a car. I have to get rid of it. Yeah. I wish I hadn't. It's such a sweet car. It was, it was awesome. And it was like then too, we'd listen. It, it was, it was great. So, um, but yeah, always, always fun, always good. Um, and then, but again, and back then too, it was right. That was I feel like the first few times I came out, I was uh, I was still sober. I, I wasn't sober, but I wasn't like deep into the drugs. I had, yeah, we I hadn't had, like, gone off the deep end yet. Yeah, no. So um, I just so it was still made it fun because I could go out and not focused on doing finding stuff. Where you know, cut two years later, uh, I remember you picking me up and not, you know, I don't want to share that things are happening, but um, I think eventually then I just wind up like getting sick and breaking down and being like, yo man, I know this is a crazy question, but do you know where I could get any, uh, which was, you know, it, it sucked, but it, it uh, anyway, that yeah. these, these are little pieces. I remember, I feel like when I started using man, honestly, like so many things, I'd be so messed up all the time that I'd either be sick hunting down drugs um, or I was really messed up and like things are a blank. Like yeah. I remember pieces, like I remember staying at the hotel, this hotel uh, right by the Beverly Center and like calling you and being like, oh, I'm sick, man. Is there any, do you know anybody? And you're like, oh, I'm not really. <laughs> it's like, um, anyway, so, but I, I don't know, again, on your perspective, what you sort of, when you remember the first, the I don't first, know if you remember. The first time you were, strung out or the first time we were strung out yeah, at the yeah. same time no well that you i think the first time because I, I, I feel like the whole i can't remember if the hotel was the first time i sort of shared with you straight up i mean you might have known again in the beginning i remember thinking no one knows even yeah. though i'd be sitting there and i'd be like this yeah you know what i mean but but i just i just thought no one knew i was keeping it undercover and I feel like the hotel might have been the first time I wind up being like calling you and, and being like, look, I'm just going to be honest. I'm sick. I want to come hang out and stuff. But I this this is the deal and yeah. stuff. So, yeah, um, it, it, it does get weird to that point. I do remember that time. I You know, I couldn't put a year on it, but I do remember that time and feeling like, um, you know, it was like a sick person who needed medicine, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it gets that way. It's a, it's it's interesting because people who don't, people who don't go through it don't know when you're like, I don't feel good and I need this. It's like, I remember Kevin used to not, not get it. And he'd be like, bro, just, why don't you just stop? Like, just go through it. Like feel, just don't do it today and tomorrow and the next day and next day. And even if you feel a little crappy, you'll get over it. And it, it's, I mean, you will get over it. Eventually you physically start to feel better, but the, extent of how you feel is miserable it's yeah. like there's there's a there's like a uh you know when we get sick with a cold or a flu or something and we feel awful which pales in comparison i think to being dope sick but there there's this like you know you've you've done it before so you realize this feeling isn't going to last forever even if you wake up in the middle of one night and can't sleep you're so sick you you know like well i'm gonna get better this is not like tomorrow morning i'll feel better or the the next day after that i'll feel better and there there is a difference with opiates i think where they they steal that horizon from you that horizon does not exist there isn't like Three yeah, days yeah. from now, this feeling will go away. That feeling is just omnipresent and is going to be with you for a long time. Yeah. And, and the difference, I feel like when you're sick, I feel like when I'm sick, uh, you're sick, you have a flu, the cold, whatever. You feel like crap. But the 
thing that is you most of the time you feel so crappy you could sleep right you could take some nyquil you could take whatever some some you know some medicine and try to sleep you can't sleep when you're sick your body's twitching you're shaking and that's the worst because not only are you trying to get through one day and then you're like i could sleep for 12 hours and then i have to just go through okay this is going to be over in 10 days i got but you're it's not that because i feel like you're sick all day but yeah. you're sick all night and you're awake for it. So right. the days, the days aren't 12, you know, 10 hour days, they're 24 hour days almost. I remember I didn't sleep for like, you know, besides passing out from exhaustion for like 20 minutes here or there. I remember one time I was so sick for days and I didn't sleep for like three days, like besides 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's horrible. It really is horrible. Um, Anyway, but, you know, thank goodness it's, it's been like third so July, July, August, September, October. Yeah. So 13 years and three months from me. That's awesome, so, Jay. That's so man. awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank and you. And you've got kids. Oh. You're married. You're doing yes. great. Every time I see you, you're doing great. Yeah, I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, it's, yeah. We have uh, I have the eight year old. So I have an eight year old daughter. Um, we have an eight month old boy. Um, it's been, it's been interesting. And yeah, Jordan and I have been together 17 years, which is crazy almost. Um, so, you know, yeah, here's the whole, I don't know if this will come through, but there's the whole family right there. Yeah. That's beautiful, man. Mommy, daughter and baby boy. There's a little bit of a glare, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. And same for you too. It's, it's crazy that to, again, that, how things end up so many and it's been so many years i was thinking about it someone today at starbucks even was like yo dude congrats on, on i think he said right so 1995 we're going in almost 25 years right it's in 23 years 28 since, years old yeah, 20 years Marcus, sorry 28 years old that's insane that's what he said 20 yeah yeah it's uh it's unbelievable and that's what he was saying to me he said 29 but i'm like i think it's 27 or 8 but <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh it's it's pretty unbelievable and it's great man. It's it's crazy to, that we've known each other that long. Yeah. Um it is so, because when we when we met we were 10 plus years younger than that movie is old now. Like we like tw- 28 years is so long. We're going to blink it's going to be 35 years. You know what I mean? I know it's crazy. <laughs> What's um, going to happen I, at the Mallrats like 50th anniversary, you know? You know, I'm hoping Kevin keeps saying he has he has written a Mallrats too. Yeah. So I'm hoping I'm hoping by at least the 30 year anniversary. So that's 2 years. I'm hoping it happens before. That would but, be awesome. Th- you know, 30, if even 30 years, we do two more rats too. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, it, I think it would, could be fun, uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I know he's talked about that. You know, we've done Jay and Bob reboot. We've done clerks two and three. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I think it's possible. Little yeah. wall rats. <laughs> I think it would be incredible. And people really want to see it. Um, You know, it, it's bizarre for a movie that was not successful at all when it came yeah. out to to have yeah. as much success as Mallrats has had since then. And it's a DVD, right? And it's like, what it's and that's the other thing. It's like, what a different world now. I mean, that was the good thing back then. It seemed like DVDs for us, for our the movies, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, all the dogma and everything came out. It's like came out, didn't do great in the 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 box office. Not a lot of people saw it. But then when it hit DVD, it was, yeah. you know, yeah. um, so that was awesome. But so we'll see we'll see what happens but um yeah i don't know so right. what's the story you were gonna tell i Let's know now it. you're ready huh? now i'm ready so, i'm moved yeah up. <laughs> you lose up so 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 and again i wish i being that my brain um you know don't remember every single detail sure. what like you said what year it was whatever but something that's uh, i remember at one point i believe this is before it definitely had to be uh, I believe before you started getting into it, um, I was staying at your house. You let me stay at your house. Um, I was really sick, right? And and I remember reaching out, and maybe this is when I had told you. I think I had stayed at the hotel, asked you, 
you didn't know anybody and you're like, yo, I don't mess with that and everything. And I think the next day you were going to drive me to the airport. So you said, let me stay at your house. And I wound up finding um, somebody who could get dope. And I was like, all right, they found dope. Um, and it was, it was tar. So I had never really messed with the stuff out there and it was tar. Right. So it's right. So I, I got this tar. I didn't really know how to do it. And, and I didn't have a syringe and I know it's sort of gross, but I didn't have a syringe. And I wind up asking the guy and he's like, I'll bring you some. He brought me some, but he brought me like, uh, you know, I forget the gauges, but like, I think the normal for doing dope is like one CC. Cause it's really tiny. Yeah. This was like a, a three like CC. A shot at doctors. Yes. Like a big fat one. And <laughs> I remember being super sick and I was at your house and I like brought it in with me and I felt horrible and everything. And you're like, listen, man, I hope you didn't bring anything in my house or anything like that. I'm like, I won't do that, man. I won't do that. But I was in your bathroom. I'm trying to do stuff. Blood's dripping all over the place because it's so big and it wouldn't fit. And then I didn't know what to do. And I'm wiping it up and it's super gross. It's a gross story. But I just remember feeling as I'm doing it so shitty that like, um, you know, I'm I'm uh, doing this in your bathroom. You asked me not to bring it in your house. I have it in your house. I'm making a mess. And then you're like, Jay, we got to go. We got to go. I'm like, I'm coming. I'm coming. And I didn't know what to do with it. And I don't know. And again, I don't know. I don't remember exactly what I did, but I feel like I, I like broke the tip off. And like, I, what I remember is like trying to break it up and like throwing it in this like plastic cup or something. And then like trying to shove it in your garbage and worrying you were going to find it. And we left and I left it in there. And I remember feeling so shitty about it, but I was so sick. And, and, and again, this is something I've never told you and talked about. Um, but it's something I'll never forget. Like it just, just remember again, what I won't forget is a trying to do something with this big needle that I should have looked at it and been like, no way, but I still <laughs> tried like a fool, which made me bleed all over the place, but also just disrespecting your home and your wishes uh, and feeling so shitty about it. And just being like, I hope you don't find out like, you know what I mean? And, uh, and again, I don't even know if like, Maybe you threw the trash away and never saw it. I don't remember if you found it. I, I mean, I don't know. Um, I, never, but anyway. I never found it. And and all of that seems like par for the course of what you and I were doing back then. You, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Maybe beat me to it by yeah, six yeah, months or a year yeah, or something yeah. like that, you know. But yeah, uh, it, it it is astonishing as we go through it, you know, through getting sober and, and being accountable and responsible for our mm -hmm. actions and stuff like that mm -hmm. and doing a moral inventory and all of that. Like the stuff that turns up for me where I'm going like, oh, my God, you know, it's it's so wild. And I think it, it shows a lot that you feel the way you feel about that. Mm -hmm. And and like, mm -hmm. I appreciate you telling me. Thank mm -hmm. you. Um, and I love you and I'm so oh, happy you're healthy so. today. You know, thank you. Well, yeah, and same here. Same here. Uh, I'm, uh, I, again, I know you talk, like you said, you talk a lot about weight. It's like, I, again, I feel like I've never, I guess it's, it's, I've never been, I guess where I've been, but being 49 and a dad, like I realized this is, I real I'm realizing how hard this is to lose you know what i'm saying like yeah the the belly it's like and i talked to my wife about all the eating better like now i'm really trying to be conscious i mean she of course is too because she's like look but having kids it's like i told her the other day like the other day i was just thinking i i, I ran into a i went and visited a friend who who him and i used to uh like eat crappy and and get high together too um, and he's doing so well. And he's like talking about longevity and he has a six month old baby and all this stuff. And he really made me sit and like, not that my wife makes me think all the time too, but I feel like sometimes when she tells me, it's like, stop nagging me, you know, <laughs> right. but I know it's coming from a great place, but from my, but after, you know, with her and him, I'm like, you know, it's right. It's like, I'm, my son's only eight months. And if I want to, you know, it's, I have to wait 17 years to see him graduate, which would be amazing for me. I got to make it 17 years, like my cholesterol, my sugar, all this stuff that like, I'm really starting more and more to get concerned about. 
Um, and again, I'm realizing more and more where like if I got a belly from eating a lot, like I feel like if I just stopped eating so bad, like it would start to like go away. Yeah. It's not going away. You know what I mean? And it's like it's 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 definitely it's tough. And again, I know Kevin used to say all the time, he's like, he didn't understand the, the addiction with the drugs. He'd be like, I don't understand. I don't understand. But when he really started trying to lose weight and caring, he said, now I understand. It's like the same thing. It's like food's an addiction too. And it's like the sugar and the, and the withdrawals from the sugar and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, it's like all of it is all the same. You know, I mean, it's of course, so weird too, yeah. Jay, because like with drugs, like you, your story is a, is a kind of a great example of this where like, I don't know if they're easier now. I feel like I see it a little bit more than I did five years ago. Drug deals are kind of more open. Certainly in Los Angeles, people are using drugs more openly. Um, and 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 I have, uh, you know, a lot of strange ideas that like sticking somebody in jail for drug use is pointless. Like, I don't see how that helps anybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. Drugs are prevalent in jail. And like, what, how are we? What's the problem here we're actually trying to solve? Anyway, drugs are not super easy to get. Like Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. If... I today have no idea where to go get drugs at. Like, yeah, I just don't no. know. I'm I'm removed from that. However, I can walk for five minutes and get any of the types of foods that are super delicious, very inexpensive, that I love to eat all the time. They're at everywhere. Anywhere I, if yeah. I leave my house, anywhere I go is going to have that food. It's going to be in my face. There's billboards for it. So it does become complicated when we're, super accustomed to eating in a certain way to try to make changes and avoid some of the things that we really enjoy that kind of make up the fabric of our life. You know, it, it's really hard. It is. It is. And even I, even I tell my, like, what's funny being with my wife, even stuff like growing up for me, it was like milk does the body good. And here, have a glass of orange juice. It's vitamin C. It's good for you. <laughs> but, you know, all of a sudden I'm drinking a big glass of orange juice and then later drinking more. And she's like, you got it. That's a lot of orange juice. I'm like, it's good for me. Right. And she's like, no, it, there's lots of sugar in it, you know? <laughs> and it's like all these things that like, even that it's like trying to, trying to adjust my upbringing and what I used to think, is like orange juice and then all right i'm gonna eat this this is good like you know wheat bread with whatever uh i, I just there's everything it's not like you said getting uh tasty snacks is tough but even like some of the stuff i eat like i'm like i'm gonna have this big bowl of salad and it's gonna be good for me but let me throw in you know let me put some salt on it and some of the, some egg uh, you know, anyway, just everything I feel like has to be. And that's what I tell all the time. I was like, if someone could make me like prep me something that's somewhat tasty right. um, and be like, eat this, 
eat this in the afternoon, eat this. And as see, I'm a big snacker too. Like my thing right now is yogurt, um, this vanilla yogurt and this granola I found called Cinnabon. And it tastes, oh God, like, cinnamon. It tastes like cinnamon. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so good. But even to her, I'm like, I'm eating yogurt and granola. That's good. Right? right. But the problem is I'm eating a bowl, no exaggeration, like this big of it and putting all this granola on it. Cause it's so good. Anyway. So it, it's re- like, I, you're, it's really tough, man. And it's tough. And I but I like- also think to, your, to, to, to what you're saying, Jay, is like, there's so many rules now. Like we hear all these rules where it's like, okay, it, I, I agree dr- drinking gallons of orange juice. That is a lot of sugar. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't drink any orange juice, but if you take a person mm-hmm. who's living off mostly soda pop, maybe switching over to orange juice is better. You know what I mean? Yeah, like if, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. if we fall into these <laughs> caves where it's like, you can't even put salt on your salad. And I feel like what can happen is um, we, we set out with the intention of like, I'm going to make improvements. And then mm-hmm. we get these like, really hard rules which are like well now you can't have anything like salt on a salad is bad and and orange juice is bad and and i think like if i think you know just being somewhat more moderate for a guy like you who who, you know i look at you you look very healthy to me Hmm. um just just being a little bit more moderate would probably make a world of difference rather than like getting so like you know uh, maybe no, your, your yogurt and cinnamon isn't bad. It's right? probably not <laughs> as bad as like frosted flakes, you know. Course, I, yeah, I would think. Totally. Yeah. No, definitely. I, I I believe it is, but it is again. It's like you said. I agree with that. It's like I feel like if I'm going up here, if I just cut bring it down even that much, it, it's it an improvement. Make yeah. it. De- yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So. I think about like people who live on fast food and it's like okay can you just switch out one meal for for not fast food before you make this huge 360 that is going to be hard to maintain you know i don't know yeah no yeah small improvements jay we're going on a cruise together yes i'm i'm so excited i really am excited about it i've never been on a cruise um i've never been on a cruise and not only do we get to go from miami to bahamas um, you know, it's like, you're going to be there. Lee's going to be there. Kevin, uh, Jeff and Brian and like all these events. Cause again, I don't, like you said, we're sober. So like, I don't, I'm not, you know, I feel like most cruises I hear about, it's like we were, and, and we're married. We have kids. It's like, we were in the hot tub all night with these girls and we yeah, were, we were hammered free booze. Yeah. yeah. And so it, it doesn't seem that appealing to me besides the like Miami to Bahamas part of it. But this should be fun because, again, we're, there's going to be live music. There's going to be uh, like tournaments for, uh, you know, poker giveaways and stuff. Uh, stand up comedy. Excuse me. Stand up comedy. Um, I'm doing my J Muse and Amusing Stories, which I've been touring for a couple of years now. It's me telling stories uh, on stage. And so I guess it's stand up comedy, but it's really me telling stories. Uh, Kevin's doing a bunch of his podcasts. We're going to have a movies pop up. Uh, I think it's going to be fun. Dude. And again, I get to spend like usually when we see each other, we get to see each other for a few hours working on this or doing this. Uh, we're going to get to spend like three days, days just chilling. Three whole out. days. Uh, is movies. That's a burger, right? Yeah, it's the it's the fake uh, restaurant it's a plant burger. Oh, no, no, it's a it's a real burger. Well, movies is the is the is the restaurant Kevin made up for all the movies, not right. all the movies, but for uh, Strikes Back and Clerks, too. And yeah, the the movies is the 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 cow. And but there's burgers that are like the cock smoker, which is a chicken sandwich. <laughs> the movies, del- uh, I forget what the double burger, but there is the beyond or impossible burger that's but they do have a beef burger i'm gonna eat a a beef beef burger burger. yeah like i'm planning my next cheat meal and it's for february and i'm gonna eat a movies burger i can't wait love that yes and they have because they have you can get it and it has a bunch of stuff they have hater tots you know which are tater tots but they're so good they're really tasty so yeah there's going to be the pop-up kevin's bringing a museum and it's february 23rd to the 26th of next year um i think it's gonna be great man and yeah and i i don't know if you're supposed to mention it or i can mention that we're going to be doing uh 
a giveaway okay. here on the yeah let's so, uh, yes you yeah let's it. hear it. yes all right so um jay and sampa present cruise askew uh the dates are sailing february 23rd 26th from miami to nassau bahamas uh we're giving away one balcony cabin um accommodates two guests travel to from port is not included though so you got to get to miami uh and back um and then you go to schooner s-c-h-o-o-n-e-r dot t b-i-t-s t-bits dot me so schooner (laughs) (laughs) um to enter and uh the winner will be selected in four weeks um but if you want to buy a cabin you go to cruisesque.com, C-R-U-I-S-E-A-S-K-E-W.com for tickets. But yes, uh, to enter to win, four weeks, uh, a lucky winner will get uh, a balcony cabin, um, schooner, S-C-H-O-O-N-E-R dot T-B-I-T-S dot me. Um, and I'm excited, man. Again, it's like, so, you know, so we're giving away this cabin, uh, the balcony, uh, room, uh, and we're going to have like, there's going to be a, you know, a bunch of pools. What it reminds you of when we shot mall rats, one of the funnest things that the, the funnest, is that right? What I had so much fun besides filming the movie is we would all go to the, the hotel we were staying at. Yeah. And we'd all hang out in the in the lobby and in the bar and chat, hang out uh, like a bunch of the cast. It was like a clubhouse. It was it awesome. Really was. We would eat breakfast we- together, dinner. Yes. We would go in the hot tub. There's a picture of us all yes. in the hot tub. And that, you know, like somebody could think like that was very staged. But that was like every night or at least really on the was. weekends was just sitting in the hot tub. Um, and I want to say about the cruise, too. Kevin did promise me there would be lots of protein and a gym. So like, if that's a concern for anyone, there will be lots of protein and a gym. I'm excited. I've never done a cruise like this either. No, it'll be fun. And and the boat looks nice. I mean, if you go, I mean, when you go on and go to get tickets, even if you want to just check out the boat, I mean, yeah, there's pools and and hot tubs and and a gym. uh, And it'll, I think we'll have a blast again. It's uh It'll definitely be something different because, again, yeah. I've not been on it. Um, so definitely get it. If you get a chance, man, call, whoever's watching and you can come come out and, and check it out. Um, it, it'll be fun. So. Yeah. And there will be many, many more stories similar to the one or if not, maybe funnier and not as as sweet and uh, about yeah. recovery. But maybe yes. there'll be some of that, too. But there, it, it will be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, no, it's cool. My buddy AJ is going to be doing comedy there and my friend Jake. And they're really funny. Two funny dudes. Again, the, there's going to be stand-up comedy and podcasts. So I just feel like the good thing about this cruise, like I was saying, it's not just like, hey, there's going to be some music and there's drinking. It's like there's going to be podcasting and music. And there'll be so, I feel like there's always going to be something to do on the boat that's yeah. going to be like something that you could sit and laugh about and hang out. I'm not saying there won't be drinks on the boat or whatever, but right. For be the people who want do. a booze cruise, it will also be yeah. that if that's what they want to yes. do. Totally. <laughs> there will be, it's not totally. why we make it out to be. Yeah. It's just sober. It's a sober cruise. Uh, yeah. They will serve tea and diet Coke. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and there'll be meetings all day and night. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm yeah. sure they have, I know they have those too. I didn't realize they do so many cruises. I've been hearing about all sorts of cruises going on. And and I, I think it'll be fun. It's funny because a cruise, two things I've wanted to do. I've told the wife for years now, I was like, man, I've never been on a cruise. I want to go on a cruise before I knew this was going to happen. And the other thing it's goofy, but I really, I don't know why I really feel like I got to experience this at some point right. is I've been really wanting to stay like I, there's, there's not many places that have them, but you know, like there's the hotels that are in the water. Yeah. Like you got to walk on a dock and your room is on the water and you look, can look through a glass floor and see fish. And yeah. I don't know why I've always wanted to stay in one of those rooms. I stayed in one of those in the, the in the Maldives and it was yes. awesome. Jay, it was insane. You got to do it. I don't think they have that in the Bahamas. No. Yeah. I think, sorry. It's, I think it's like, yeah, not there's like Bora Bora yeah. Maldives. 
that's what I mean. There's not many places and we've been looking into it and we were thinking about maybe doing it for my 50th birthday. You got to uh, do it. It's yeah, unreal, dude. Did you yeah. so did you go for like a few nights and you were staying in the room and it's yeah. Yeah. I, here, But, you know, the thing like with me, um, Brandy gets seasick and she can take a little bit of the beach, but I can go to the beach and be there all day, every day. And especially if there's like water activities, I can do that for a yeah. month. We we once went with um, when the girls were very little. I think Clementine was three. The big girls were like nine and 11 and, and Grace mm. was a little three month old baby. And we went to a place in Maui called Hana where there's like no it's super remote. There's no TVs in any of the rooms. And um, all you do is like nature stuff and beach stuff. And yeah, I yeah. kept extending our trip. And finally, Brandy was like, I want to go home. I want a television. <laughs> like, I want to be home. But we stayed there yeah. for like a month. I can do that shit, too. That's and, awesome. And that happened to her on the Maldives. You know, you're on like a you're on an island that's very yeah, small yeah. that you can walk around in a couple of hours. And then your your room is on the water, literally like over the water. Yeah. And all you're doing is swimming and kayaking and jet skiing and snorkeling and and eating, basically. And after a few days of that, Brandy was like, get me the fuck out of here. I want, <laughs> nice. I want some cell service. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's yeah. fun. Yeah. So eventually, I think we're going to we're going to we're going to eventually do that. So but we got the cruise. Eventually, I'm going to do that. Um, so it, it's been cool, man. It's again, it's it, it's it's having the kids and again you have more than i have um is just like non-stop i realize yeah. it's like activities and and all the things that I, like that break my heart that i didn't realize would bother me like i remember like last year my daughter at camp her and her, one of her friends uh her friend one of her best friends that she was hanging out with like every day for like months all of a sudden just stopped talking to her didn't yeah. want to hang out with her and she called me up crying i bring pick me up from camp daddy pick me up and i pick her up i go oh my god what's wrong what's wrong she's like she won't talk to me she just won't talk to me i was like well maybe she's upset today she's like no you don't understand the next day same thing and it broke my heart and yeah. it really did and i didn't realize how much it would affect me and i'm like i'm gonna talk to her parents and we're gonna and i'm like and my wife's like no 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 you're gonna stay out of it and stuff right. but it's like i had no idea how much things that bother the kids like affect you. And so yeah. it's, it's, it is a crazy okay. trip having kids, man. It's a whole different thing. You know, like I, mm. I think like, I, I don't know, honestly, I, I, I got sober prior to mm. having kids and, and, but I do think like, I like my life so much more being responsible for somebody else yeah. than just having to worry about myself. It takes so much pressure off me, you know, like, yeah. If, you know, it's like one of those things like they tell you on um, in the airplane, like you put your mask on first so that yes. you're good to put their mask on. And mm -hmm. like you got to do that. You got to take care of yourself so that you can care for your kids. And and, mm -hmm. and it's like a, just a little I don't know if it's biological, but a built in resource for staying clean. Yeah. Trying to maintain my weight, being healthy, going to the gym like every day I go to the gym and I think this is going to make me a better dad because it's going to clear my head and I'm going to be able to communicate with my kids better. And and like, yeah, it's all kind of built into that. Being a father is really awesome. Yeah, definitely. It is is uh I don't remember. So what what happened first for you? I don't remember. Did you get sober and then like right away started the the weight? It was like was it, it was like a year later. I got sober and because you know, you know, like um the the drugs I got I got diagnosed with congestive heart failure, which was from drug use. And mm -hmm. so that was going to kill me really fast. And I wasn't even thinking about my weight. I was just, you know, because also like you don't want to go to rehab or start to do something and like, I'm going to do everything today. I'm going to eat healthy and I'm going to not do dope and I'm going to, you know, stop smoking. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a recipe for failure. It, it always mm -hmm. was for me. And so I got sober. I stayed sober for about a year. And then I like was like, okay, now I'm going to start to think about my weight. And then even that was difficult because I didn't find a a plan that had like long-term success 
as a part of it built into the plan. I was just like, lose weight and I'll lose a hundred yeah. pounds and then I'll gain a hundred pounds back and go like, why the fuck did I gain this weight back? Oh uh, yeah. You well, know? So that did happen. At, I didn't know that. So, I, so in the beginning you did wind up going like down and then went right back up for a minute. Yeah. Cause you were saying Multiple you didn't have times. a yeah, yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I got down to, I got down to like 350, then back up to 450. And, and that was like, and then down to 300 and up to 400 and and um and then at one point i got down to 200 and then all the way back up to 400 so like i did it like three times um wow yeah but i've been the weight i am today i've been this weight now for five years which is pretty damn good that's awesome yeah it is and it's not even just like again i remember seeing you the first time i feel like i had seen you in a while was at the there was a screening or something at the I, I forget what theater it was but you came on a bike yeah and you were super thin but you didn't have the muscle and you were no. thin i was like oh my god like so for, and then and from, then no, I but jay that. from that point i went back up to 400 pounds you did oh yeah. i didn't know that wow yeah. okay that was like 2012 i think when I showed up on a bike. Yeah. 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 And so, so then after that, you're like, not only am I going to lose it, I'm going to start lifting and like, yeah, that's awesome, man. That's yeah. fantastic. I, that was a around when I started lifting weights, 2012. And then mm. I got really big again. And then it was like, okay, now I want to figure out a way to take off fat, leave muscle and have it last for a long time. And it, and it, yeah. and it was not, not super easy, but also not super complicated. Course, no. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cause then I remember seeing you. Uh, so I, I forget. So a gentleman invited me to a gym. Remember yes. I ran into you at that gym. Mike. And uh, Mike, yeah, by the yeah, way, yeah. you know, Mike is threatening to come on the cruise. And if he does, we could totally have a meeting on the cruise. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah hell yeah. I've been telling, yeah, I've tell him all the time. He's he's in New York now, right? I, I think, think so. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. It'll again. The cruise. The cruise is going to be fun. So. Um, yeah. Definitely, we got to make sure. And then I don't know. Um, and then, so do you, have you been doing these every? This is what you do. You're in Florida. I'm in Florida. I do these once a week, but I go between Florida and New York. We have a place in New York also. Oh, great. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very so nice. I see I, I see Mike occasionally. Um yeah. all new gyms, none of the old LA gyms. Uh, but it's good. Yeah. Do you do you um and then you you gotta make your way if you're in New York, you gotta make way. Have you gone to the secret stash? No. Uh, the comic book store in a while because you know it's like a it's only like an hour well depending where you're in the city it's about an hour and a half or so um yeah. it would be awesome if you came in there because mike well it'd be cool because you could see everything but uh the dude and there's mike a who movie theater right there's yes a and a, kevin has a theater in atlantic Highlands. yeah so there's atlantic islands there's a theater kevin bought uh where we grew up we that was the movie theater we went to as kids um so that's pretty cool. And Kevin's been doing uh, events there. Like he'll show mall rats and then afterwards do a Q and a with some people. Um, and then he'll, he'll do, uh, he has auctions and podcasts there um, and everything. And then the, st the stash is in red bank, which is just like 20 minutes away. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, I'm going to be, we're going to be there. Excuse me, December, uh, like the second week of December, I'll be going back to the stash. Kevin and I are doing an event because, a bunch of new pops are coming out for us of nice. us uh those are oh, those yeah. are the little characters right yeah like the where i had one right here where the heck did it go but yeah they're, they're the little funkos i'm gonna Funko, find them right yeah here. yeah i'll show you this this isn't this isn't ours but this it's so funny because you know I, I do comic book conventions sometimes i go and hang out and stuff um and i'm a huge fan of this show and this gentleman was there um, signing stuff. And I didn't want to go up to him because I felt awkward being like, oh, my God, I love your stuff. My buddy told him, he goes, when you see, because he happened to be uh, at the bar eating and get having some drinks and he sat next to him and he goes, look, I don't want to bother you. But, you know, Muse is a huge fan. And tomorrow would be awesome if you just went up to him and gave him a hug and be like, what's up, bro? And he did that. And I was like. <laughs> Oh, hey, buddy. And anyway, so this gentleman right here, 
so from Smallville. Yeah. Uh, Tom Welling, who plays Clark, you know, <laughs> Clark yeah. Kent. <laughs> um, but this is the Funko, and he winded up giving me and signing uh, Clark Kent Funko That's for me. That's awesome. That um, is awesome. But it was it was funny because again, I don't when I go there, it's like you walk in a green room and it's like Bruce Campbell, you know, uh, uh, Will uh, William Shatner and Tom Welling, and it's like I'm always like in the green room grabbing at like water, and I'll look around. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go. I just never. I still don't feel comfortable like sitting at a table being like, Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Yeah. What's up? Yeah. You know I mean, no, like- I don't either. I walk in there and, and want to get my stuff and get out before somebody kicks me out. That's my feeling yeah. every time. Right. <laughs> you feel like you still can get kicked out. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Cause I've been riding this. I have a lug, a piece of luggage that um, has, it's a scooter. Um, and I love, I bring it to all the conventions and I drive around the conventions and it was so awesome because I realized um, I went in the green room and I felt awkward, but all of a sudden it was like, Hey, and I look over at William Shatner's like, where'd you get that? And I was like, <laughs> but at first I was like, I thought he was going to kick me out or something. I was like, what? And he's like, where'd you get that? And he's like, can I feel it? Is it heavy? And he like picked up the thing and stuff and started chatting with me. And uh, it, that was awesome. And then like the next day I'm driving down the thing. He's like, all of a sudden Vincent D'Onofrio, who I'm a huge fan of love law and order criminal intent. And of course him as the kingpin, but I'm driving. He goes, Hey, I love that thing, man. But we're always passing by one another. And I'm like, yeah, hey, buddy. And like, I was like, <laughs> you know, what I mean, I don't know what to say. I'm like, oh, <laughs> but it was it was awesome. I, again, those are a lot of fun too, uh, going to those. And but yeah, it's weird because I still feel awkward in, yeah. in those in those situations. So, yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, it's a lot since uh, when, when did Morons come out? 1995. Or no, yeah, but even yeah. before that, Jay, uh, Clerks, when was that? 93? Yeah, the Clerks was, well, 94 Clerks came out. Like, yeah, okay. it was filmed before that, but I think it came out in 94. Yeah. Um, it, it came out in theaters and stuff, but it didn't get wide release. Uh, and then Mall, we went and did Mall Rats. Yeah. Um, but yes, it's, again, it's been forever. Um, Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Yeah, dude. It's yeah, forever. it's been forever, and and they made you audition to play yourself in Morris. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that was, I love that, that. Weird experience. I think Seth Green and Brecken Meyer were up for your the part of you. Yeah, I Seth Green. I and as far as I know, I think Seth Green was sort of the thing because I always I tell that every once in a while, Kevin and I will be up on stage doing our podcast, and what he tells that he's like, look, the studio was like. I didn't even get like where everyone else got brought out to to Minnesota. They paid for their room, their flights to rehearse and all of that. I had to go out and rehearse, put sleep on Kevin's floor. And Kevin had to pay for my flight to get out there because they're like, we're not going to pay for him. He's never been in, you know, he has no experience, no training, no nothing. And we want Seth Green. Right. And, but they were, Kevin's like fighting, like, no, like the character's based on him. So they're like, well, you have to pay for him. So they're like, they were, their thing was, we're going to be there the first day of filming. And if we even get a hint that he can't handle it, we're, we're pulling in Seth and we're, sending Jason, you have to send Jason home. Yeah. Um, and thank goodness the first scene I, I filmed was the here kitty 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 the you know and I'm like Brody man new yeah. and then the one and then uh when I'm like do it Doug <laughs> um and and luckily after that they went 
they were there, they watched it. And then they sent the, the dailies to the studio and stuff. And they were like, okay, good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like what a weird thing. I always tell people like, can you imagine if I messed it up and then Seth Green was there and stuff and all. <laughs> All right, and no Funkos for Muse. It would be like Funk <laughs> Seth and Bob. <laughs> it's such an interesting. It is so interesting because you wonder too if, like, after Mallrats, <clears throat> if he was Jay. I wonder if Kevin's like, we're gonna do Chasing Amy. Will you right. be in it, Seth? Right. Seth, will you do Dogma? <laughs> Seth, will you do? You know what I mean? Like, or would he be like, no, I was only gonna do the one, and I'm done. You know, it, it, it's so interesting. Um, it's crazy, man. But it's that wild. that was my first time ever to California was the, the auditions. Yeah. And I just remember landing and being like, I only knew California from like Beverly Hills Cop and 90210 and stuff. And just being like, whoa, this is amazing. You know what I mean? Like it was it was really cool. And they put me up in the like Universal Hilton. Yeah. So it was like right there at Universal Studios. And, and stuff. the auditions yeah. were right at the bottom of the hill. That yeah. same hill. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Those so were, those were particularly odd auditions. I, you know, like mm. you, you think about the way auditions work. And if anybody like had filmed that process and said, this is a typical LA audition, it, it's really weird. And, and again, and I didn't know any better to me, that was normal. And I remember like walking down the hallway and Lee was pacing over there, reading his thing. And over here was like Brecken Myers and, and uh, Jennifer, not Jennifer, Jason Lee. What was her Jennifer name? Love Hewitt? Yes, Jennifer Love Hewitt and you know uh Kevin Connolly. It was like crazy. It was like everyone was there, dude, yeah. like auditioning, um, and everyone's sitting reading their script and stuff. But I didn't know any better. And I didn't pizza. know that wasn't there was yeah. pizza around. I had no idea that was not that because again, I didn't know any better. Um, I remember it too, you bringing me, it was so awesome that you brought me, I got to come and hang on, I which I almost forgot this. You when you did that show um that what was the show you did what was the the not boy meets world boy meets yes world? that one yeah boy yes, meets world you yeah brought, you brought me to the set there and yeah. I, I again i know it's so long ago you're like wait not that but yeah you, i remember bringing and that was the first set i ever been to and i was like oh my gosh this is crazy um <laughs> yeah. and we had anyway, just done a movie too. yeah it, yeah but it seems so like again everything was so new and cool to me i've really and again it was cool because you would you would bring me around i had someone to hang with uh, and meeting your parents and stuff that was it it, anyway it was it was a good time it was a good time Mm -hmm. jay i love you i'll see you in february i can't wait for this cruise it's gonna be the best all right so guys again really quick before i go go to schooner s-c-h-o-o-n-e-r dot t-b-i-t-s Dot me you guys could win uh, uh one balcony cabin cabin it accommodates two uh and there's no there's no travel to miami or back home but it's from miami to nassau bahamas february 23rd to the 26th check it out you could win that uh and if you want to get buy tickets go to cruisesq.com to get tickets check out the boat and all that dude i love you bro thank you, you thank you i can't wait to see you man on the on the cruise get the hangout for not just like four hours but like three days i'm gonna harass you the whole time yeah i can't you. wait and maybe i'll work out, out we're gonna work yes, out yeah. seriously bro and you can eat try. lots of protein these, and one burger look at, look at this little baby yeah. dude. i'm losing it <laughs> all right Mia, see you, you later thank love you, you too. thank you bye and now for the q a today's question comes from caitlin Hi, Caitlin. She says, hey, Ethan, big fan of the show. I'm a mid-30s mom of two little humans. I have a goal to lose 75 pounds. She says, I have been successful with weight loss in the past, but nothing has stuck. I am fairly active, but struggle with overeating. You speak about how your mindset about food has changed over the years. Did that occur for you naturally, or did you do some kind of therapy to help facilitate this? No, I didn't do uh, any specific therapy, and I guess it did happen naturally. It didn't happen overnight. It was a lot of – there was a lot of effort put into it. I um, I think probably because I'm sober, I will try to uh, recognize and, and, and 
be aware of compulsions when they come up for me. And so I'll try to think them through and, and maintain a hold on, um, my desire to not act on my compulsions. And, you know, having said that there are still times where I'll go out and, and go like, we're, I'm going out to dinner with my wife and my hard and fast rule now when I go out to dinner is I'm just not going to overeat. And there will be times where I'll find myself like, you know, almost in a trance, just shoveling food into my mouth way past the point of full, like having no idea when I blew past the point of being full, just compulsively eating. And I'll kind of have to catch myself and go like, oh my God, what's happened here? So it's not even completely resolved. I don't know that it will ever be resolved. I don't know that that will ever disappear from me. It's just something I've gotten better and better at catching earlier. And I limit the amount of times that I'm presented with food that would be a problem if I overate it. I can overeat broccoli, you know. Mm-hmm. that I, I just never want to unless right. it's, you know, covered in cheese. But if, if I prepare my bro, if I steam my broccoli or even cook it in a pan with no oil or like one quarter second spray of, you know, aerosolized olive oil on the pan, just so it doesn't stick or tarnish the pan. Um, I'm just not going to overeat that. I'm, not going to overeat grilled fish. I'm not going to overeat chicken breasts. I'm I'm going to have a hard time really even overeating lean ground beef um, or celery sticks. Uh, plain white rice I might be able to overeat. So that I like actively count for myself. Like I have gotten pretty darn good at eyeballing a cup of white rice when I have that. But so that was kind of the first step for me is like distance myself from foods that I would have the proclivity to overeat and recognizing, you know, like I don't demonize monosodium glutamate, but um, there is for sure something it does where it masks satiety. So if you have that in a food it's actually not going to like allow you to feel full like Mm -hmm. Doritos are full of MSG because you'll just keep eating them. You just won't get full. Yeah. Um, certain, certain types of food where, where you have MSG in it. Like that's one of the things that MSG really does is it, is it disguises satiety. It's also makes food unbelievably delicious. So maybe if your food is unbelievably delicious, you're more apt to overeat it anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, I can for sure overeat pizza and cheeseburgers and French fries. Um, Those are very easy to overeat. So I almost never eat them. You know, that's kind of the way it goes. I, I do believe in moderation, but I also like am aware that there's going to be stuff for me that I'm not going to, I'm not going to have an easy time putting the spoon or fork down. And so I just try to keep my distance from that as much as possible. But, you know, while I say that I'm not like an absolutist, I'll have a couple dashes of toasted sesame seed oil. I'll, you know, I'm, I will occasionally eat all this stuff and I don't want to think of it as bad or off limits. But when I do, I am way more cautious way more cautious. I could cook two pounds of broccoli. I'm not going to overeat it. But if I prepare two pounds of pasta and add meat sauce and Parmesan cheese, I'm not going to sit down with that in front of me because that's risky. Mm -hmm. That makes so much sense. I like your point of like distancing yourself from those those things. That's, that's actually super helpful. Yeah. I don't think I have great willpower at a drive-through. Um, and so I don't go to drive throughs you know, I, there was always like a little bit of, uh, humiliation for me about walking into a fast food restaurant and ordering food. I don't eat fast food at all anymore, but if I did, like I would have some rules, I would know what I'm going to order 
before I go in, I wouldn't go to the drive-thru because the drive-thru has some anonymity and I can just like pretend the person's not staring at me and I'm not, you know, people can't see me in my car and there's all these shields in place to, to block people from seeing what I'm really doing. Um, you know, who knows if that's going to be workable for Caitlin, but that, that those are kind of the, the ways I tried to tackle this problem. I really did try to tear it apart and find out what was occurring before I, I woke up having overeaten, you know, and I don't mean going to sleep, but I mean, almost like a, a lapse of awareness, you know, where one minute I'm cognizant and the next minute I'm realizing I've just overeaten. And, and like, so with stuff like ice cream, I'm not going to pretend I'm going to eat a third of a pint of ice cream. I'm going to find a pint of ice cream that has, you know, a fraction of the calories and I'm going to be okay with eating the whole thing. Yeah. That's awesome. Caitlin, thank you for your question. If you have a question you would like Ethan to answer on the podcast, you can email it to us at AmericanGlutton.net. Thanks for listening to this episode of American Glutton. I'm Ethan Suplee. You can follow us on Instagram at American Glutton Podcast. Sincerely.